All right, welcome to Craft Imperial. This is the Viking. I am the Bourbon Cowboy. We sit here, discuss great cigars, great whiskey, and have a lot of fun with banter and discussing all these great cigars and bourbon. We'll sit here every week with you, enjoy this podcast, different cigars, different whiskey, all the banter, a lot of fun, a lot of nonsense, and... <laughs> That's what it's about. Thank you for joining Craft Apparel. Please enjoy this episode. Cheers. All right, everyone, welcome back to Craft Apparel Podcast. You're sitting here with the Viking. Wow. That seems so subdued. It was. It was, it was hey, this star. is the Bourbon Cowboy, <laughs> and guess where we are? Our up. favorite locker sponsors lit out here in Chesterfield, and man, we've got something special. Yeah, we're doing something really, uh, really fun today. Um, Brian and Dana kind of hooked us up with a reservation. Things are weird during this COVID shit right now, so we're just setting things up as we can. Um, we're going to be opening with a one-time only in a very long time bourbon pour that we're probably going to have. Yeah. Um, which is actually interesting because this is going to bring up a conversation we're going to have later in the podcast. Because it's something I wanted to talk to the cowboy about for a long time, and it kept slipping my mind until we saw this bottle yeah. also in about 20 minutes when we go into a small break we have artisanal del tobacco coming on for the podcast to discuss their cigar distributed by aj fernandez the viva la vida our favorite harley quinn inspired cigar and i'm gonna find out if that's where that that logo came from but pretty excited about that why don't you um talk about what we're about to do here yeah so i've got a group of guys that i've been hanging out with forever um, the Swede, we call him the Swede, and and Johnny, and his last name is Diamond. I mean, what a name, Johnny Diamond. Is that his legitimate last name? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So anyway, we had a little uh, gathering. We're hoping to get together a couple times through the Christmas, and um, so we, we got some guards going and whatever, and he blew me away with this surprise. He, he had a, um, his wife, Kim, um, his father passed away um, and he is from West Virginia his name was Bob Lockhart and um, we're sad to hear that he passed and um, but anyway uh, I, he had a small bourbon collection and uh, Johnny brought some of his stuff back and we've been able to taste some of it and um, we opened this uh, the Canner, which is an old Fitzgerald Prime Kentucky Straight Bourbon. It's basically old Fitzgerald. And this decanter was designed for the 37th. Is it, is it fair to call that a decanter, though? That's all, It's like a... It's Explain it, because it's not a decanter like now. Well, it's not like a decanter. Like, sometimes you'll see, like, fire trucks or animals or old historian people, flamingos, arches. It, it can almost be anything. I don't know a lot about this bottle. I, I didn't want to do a bunch of research on it, but what it is, it's the 37th Mountain State Forest Festival, October 3rd through the 7th, 1973, in um, Albans, West Virginia. 
and they got a bunch of things on here about West Virginia and whatever. It's all white and gold. You guys can Google it. Well, we're gonna get a. I'm gonna get a cool. And, and we'll um, have a picture, and I'll put a couple up here. I'm gonna do one of those cool panoramics of the whole bottle, so you'll, okay. it'll it'll look like the bottle's laid out flat. And you can see it's it's amazing. I'm gonna assume that the outside of that is hand painted. Yeah, because it's definitely not a sticker. And I want it. Is that a ceramic? It's not ceramic, right? Porcelain, I, maybe. I, yeah, I would say it's porcelain. Now I'm not a, a decanter expert by any no. means, but we. Um, so anyway, we had the opportunity to open it, and then of course he put it in my hands. I've never opened an old dusty. Um, so I felt the cork and uh, well, it, the, the cork from the cap had split and the cork uh, on touching it felt soft. So I just decided to drill a hole with a wine, you know, just easily bring a auger down and auger out. And then we poured a glass. I, I took with my finger and pulled a few pieces of um, cork back and poured um, Paul and Johnny a glass, us three, no corks in there, ran clear, and we tasted it, and well, we'll we're gonna pour it right now and let you exactly. see what you think. But if you look at 73, plus this is a six-year-old, old Fitzgerald, 86 proof, and um, I have never been in charge of opening one of these up, so it was, uh, it was a little scary because not, too often does somebody hand you something to pour uh, and, and, and it's 41 years old. And I guys, figured I, oh, I don't mean to interrupt. You have to see this. Like, I'm not going to record this. I mean, I guess I could. It's When he described how you had to drill the cork out, he's pouring this, and we're only pouring maybe out a, of the half, of a three cork. quarter ounce, but it's pouring out of the hole in a cork. So it it, it, it it literally looks like the age is trying to stop it from coming out. It's, it's incredibly interesting. Or it looks like me when I'm peeing after I've held it for like three hours. That's fair too, the pee, the pee after the flight home. Yeah. Oh my God, and you're like want to go so bad and it just ain't coming. <laughs> You've locked it up so damn bad. Anyway. So, so we this are is going to be interesting. Have... And what's actually really unique about this that I have to say, so this bourbon, this whiskey is not 42 years old. This whiskey is 50 years old. It was, it's a six-year-old old Fitz, right? Yeah. So what did I do? Let's... No, your math's right. It's a six-year-old Fitz from 1970 when? 73. 73. So it's four. It's 47 years from then, plus the six of the whiskey in the bottle, right? Wouldn't you, wouldn't you do it that way? I don't know. I'd have to sit down here and really think about it again, but whatever. Yeah, I, so it's it's 47-year-old, six-year-old whiskey. Oh, I see what you're saying. So, that, I'm just, I'm okay. just, you know what I mean? So it's 53 years old if you do the math. So then, okay, so I was seven, eight, nine, seven years old? Yeah. I was seven years old when they put this in the barrel. Put that in the barrel. Yeah. That's, that's crazy that's ins shit. That's insane. Well, anyway, uh, they've waited long enough. Let's oh, shit, man. get some of this in us and see what you think. You know, now I've had it. I had it um, the other day. Let's see, I had it Sunday. 
No, I didn't have it Sunday. I had it Tuesday. And um, right off the bat, you get kind of hit. And then everything just kind of, it pauses for a minute. And then all these flavors start bursting out. Yes. It's a very smooth release. But it's, it's, it's weird because like this would be a time to have, uh, I guess the best way that you could really compare this is nine year old fits, right? Maybe even though just year wise, I'm saying year wise, right? And you mean like but, taste wise? I mean, no, even, no, no. I don't know. I would. It would be interesting. That's what I'm trying to ask. It'd be interesting yeah. to do that. I but actually said what's that. You, what's unique is there's no. It, it doesn't taste like there's any alcohol in here at all. You, you, until uh, for for like thirty seconds. Well, that's and what I'm then, telling you. It's like a complete stop. And then, you know, because I did my little chew thing. Yeah. And then it's like everything just kind of stops in your mouth for a second. And then all of a sudden, I don't want to say an explosion, but this smooth um, transformation starts happening. And then all of these flavors start coming. And then it just starts rolling down your, uh, your, your throat. And it, it's... I don't know. I listen, and, and I'm telling you right now, I haven't drank a lot of Dusties. This is one of my first or second, and um, but I'm just glad that there's flavor there, um, and the color seems to be still fantastic. And I mean, it is. It, it's only 86 proof. Yeah, but I still I'm, get a little. I still get a. I don't want to call it a burn, but I definitely get a lift in the taste that there's something still there. Yeah, that's that's what I was saying. It's it's, and I think explosions, right? It's 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 almost like you know when you're because you know me and my stupid analogies. When you're out the water park going down the boring little slide, you know you're wee, and then when you hit the bottom, the water's all rushing, it's like the little splash. Pitch. Wee, yeah. wee, wee, but. And it's like when you drink it, there's this abundant, um, and I, I find dusty is the most unique word for these kinds of bottles. There's like this dusty sweetness. It's like an old sweetness. And then, and then nothing. And then about 30 seconds later, in like the, the back of your gums towards the back of your tongue, you go, oh, there's like, there's life in it. Like there's, there's, there is proof there. There's something there, but it's, it's denser, isn't it? Isn't it a little thicker? Um, I don't know. I, 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 I think it, it tastes a little thicker. Um, and then the nose. Now, we're doing um, these, these cups that are kind of a little different than our Glen Cairns. Yeah. But when you put your nose there, there's definite like, like a big floral, like a big floral um, blowback on your nose in there. Yeah. And I can all- smell a little um, heat in there. Yeah, it's um, it's like a. Uh, yeah, it's anyway. like um, um. Uh, oh man, when you're cooking, like chefs will use on like when you know when they're trying to display something and they heat up like a, um, a little flour or something that sits on on the garnishes the dish that you you throw away that you don't eat, you know it's like that. Definite, it's almost got a Scotch type floralness to it. Well, listen. I wanna, I wanna thank uh, Johnny Diamond and his wife Kim for this, and let's cheers, yeah. Bob. And uh, we asked, we asked the story, like, how did he come by? And he didn't truly know if this was something he bought. Was it a gift? 
or did he help somebody out, gave him some money, and then this was gifted to him. However he came by it, it, it comes our way, and it's a special bottle, and cheers. Yeah, cheers, man. Wow, fantastic. Unbelievable what, to have though, the opportunity to taste put all the uh, Put all the tasting aside and trying to figure out what you're trying. Um, if this is something I could have in a decanter every day to walk up on, I can't think of a, of a whiskey uh, that we've had that is, is that um, unique, I'm going to say. The way it pauses, that delay, the, the kind of forward effect. But did I call it wrong? I mean, it's no, almost it's, like the minute you put it in there, everything stops for a minute. Yeah. And then there's just like this subtle release of just a bunch of flavors. <laughs> it's like, uh, what was that um, that movie where they go in your inception, where they go in your dreams and like time stops real quick? You know, it's, it's kind of like that. It's unique. So what we did as far as cigars, we just lit up a couple of cigars to start the episode with. We're going to be smoking uh, the Viva La Vida, Vida Jesters. Those are the five pack um, special Robustos you get. Um, we're going to be smoking those with the guys from Artisanal when they come on. Um, we'll have them on in about uh, 30 minutes. Um, so I want to talk about that. Oh, and then what did you... Yeah, uh, I, I just so grabbed... I, I fired uh, up a, uh, a little... I just grabbed out of my bag of tricks a little uh, white label <laughs> Miami 15. Yeah, it's a little a little smoke. Um, just something so, to get us going. But I just thought, man, I want to I want to bring a good smoke to this. And I, yeah, I thought I don't, this would I be don't light, blame you. flavorful. And, That's an... Wait till you guys see the pictures of this bottle. We're going to talk more about that. Um, I do want to say that Brian and Dana, everyone here at Lit, man, if you're a Tatuaje fan, dude, they've blown it out the ass. Uh, everything from Selection of Cazadores, a.k.a. the brown label. Um, they even got the Cazadores skinny. This Cazadores Monster Cabinet Selection in there, the Nui Vetus black label. Now, is he selling that as a box? Uh, I'm box sure they only, have. I don't know. They say 10 on there, so I'm assuming it's 10 a stick, or you can buy the box. Oh, okay, okay. We'll find that out. I didn't yeah. ask that. Um, but then uh, the Havana 6s are in there. You guys know that next to the brown label uh, Toro, that is my favorite tatuaje. Um, what else? We've got some Reserva Broadleafs in there. Yeah, you already um, talked about the RC series. Yeah, the RC series in there, the 233, um, that big 10-inch cigar. Um, tatuaje has exploded at Lit, which is amazing it's awesome uh, they also got in a big davidoff expansion today the year of the ox is here um, some millenniums late hour toros uh and something else um we'll make sure we share all that at the end and, and kind of i think we're going to do for the patreon today get a cool video showing walk through kind of like we did a green street walk okay. through uh lit and show it off for everyone but yeah, we're kind of excited about this. This um, we were gonna do our top five cigars of the year on this episode, but we're gonna save that for the before Christmas episode next week. Obviously, that episode is gonna happen sometime before the twenty fourth because I'm not everyone's got plans on Christmas Eve. Um, so we'll figure out sometime next week. I'm thinking Wednesday maybe if we can do a Wednesday. Okay. Get together, record it real quick. We don't have to make it a late thing, but just record it so everyone can get with their families. Um, and then we'll get that whole thing up there. Uh, but we've been talking with the guys at Artisanal um, for a while, actually. Actually, the first time we smoked the Viva La Vida here at Lit, we, did we have it here? I want to, uh, I think so. Yeah, we I had it so. together the first time we had it. Yeah. So we, okay. 
I want to say we had it here. And I we think were we did. originally going to have the at that time rep for AJ Fernandez was coming in for an event. We were going to have that individual on and do Viva La Vida, yada, yada, yada. Um, the beauty of social media, I guess, is when we put that picture up, Artesano Del Tobacco um, reached out to us, said, hey, you know, thanks, whatever, for the podcast. Actually sent us some cigars, some patches. Um, uh, I actually took the patch and super glued it to my humidor. <laughs> Yeah, I give you have the other one. I do. Um, I do. So this we've actually been talking about this since then, and I want to say that was in like September um, when we first did that. So that'll be really exciting. That's going to happen uh, here in a little bit. But this bottle, so it really is unique, and it's called. They call it Old Fitzgerald Prime Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey '86 Proof. That's how they have that that laid out on there, which is um, absolutely beautiful. So, really, really good. And it's, it's, it's interesting to call us a decanter, too, because when you look at this, that's what it is. I mean, we understand that. But when you look at this and then you look at a decanter now, you go from glass to this. This is a work of art. Like, somebody sat down and detailed this bottle out completely all the way through there's two stickers on it the two stickers that both say old fitzgerald prime kentucky straight bourbon whiskey at 86 proof um real vibrant colors some cool shit going on really unique yeah let's I'm see at the, what they call that the mountain state forest festival yeah the mountain it's called the mountain state forest festival at elkins west virginia and i'm assuming somebody did some paintings because they've got wood sawing, uh, Catherine oh, yeah. Hoffman, uh, Princeton, West Virginia, Sailing Queen, uh, Sailing Queen. I don't, oh, wow. Elkins Force Capital, State Capital, Charleston. So that was the, you said the 37th? Wood champion, the wood chopping championships are there. Look at the 39th bottle. Yeah, I think they come up with a different decanter, yeah. maybe every year. I, I'm not sure. And this this thing still goes on. It still happens every year. Wow, I wonder if we may have to keep our eye on that. A well, little bit. these are so. This is because uh, I'm not a decanter guy. This is really the president's decanter, kind of the, yeah. sort of the same thing. They're on eBay. Um, but I don't know if they're full. See, so yeah, that's the thing. Um, well, I think most of them are empty. But I'm curious if. If Old Forester is still doing the some iron of this side today, Old Forester, I've actually yeah. drank. Uh, I've drank one of those. Well, what's interesting is when we put this up, we're going to tag a um, uh, he uh, Heaven Hill. Uh, well, yeah. Um, oh, that was Old Forester. Sometimes I get Old Forester and Old Fitzgerald mixed up in my yeah, head. Old Fitzgerald will tag them and uh, say, you know, what we've been drinking. And, oh, yeah. You know, I think, uh, you know, and like we got time, we all have day jobs, right? So, um, but it would be interesting to go to some of these auctions because I remember being down at the Haymarket in Louisville and he had, I have no idea how big it was, but it was in one of those big rockers. And, um, you know, like- What do you the, mean a rocker? Well, 
you seen uh, the Glenn Levitt one that I have that's oh, in kind of that wire? We're making. Yeah, it's in there. Well, and they've got these big ones. I don't know if they're like two gallon, five gallons. I, like I've seen down at Small Change, they've got a big one, old Fitzgerald bottle, and, and you tip it and pour it in your glass. And then oh, you, wow. But it's huge. Anyway, he had one down there, and it was um, one of Buffalo Trace's old school ones and I, I i can't remember the name of it right now but it was this was one of their primary bourbons but it was like 25 years old and i don't know it was 12 dollars a pour but it was fantastic smooth just like this that would be so sweet to get a hold of like you have a couple guys that are visiting you all the time everybody goes in and buys it and when you come to the house you're always pouring you know something that's 25 years old that would be fun to have yeah that'd be the thing and this just brought something else up do we know anybody that does woodwork or uh because what if what if we could get a you know because you can buy a decanter now from eight dollars it's a thick glass decanter but someone to build a casing of something like that that wrapped around it and sealed to it. And then you, you know, custom make something like that. I, I think it'd be kind of cool. You know, it's like a shot in a left field, but just kind of like a holder of the. Of yeah, no, but not, not a holder. Like it would become the outside. Like it would seal to the glass. Oh. You'd never be able know. to pull the decanter back out, but you'd be able to refill it and wash it, of course, and do everything like that. Um, so but, actually what you'd have to do is build a bottle, cut it a wooden bottle. He'd have to cut it to fit a bottle. Yeah. And then cut it in half and glue it, sand it and finish it, and you'd have a wooden piece that could be scribed or whatever and then keep a good wooden cork in it or something. Right. Definitely. No There's doubt. somebody out there that can do anything, I think. That's true. I, it's, it's kind of fun. I think you're the one that said to me, anytime you ask a question if something can be done, Someone's not only all, someone's not only already done it, they've done it twice. They've taught someone to do it, and that person is teaching someone to do it right now. Yeah, you know, I, I think I think that would be incredibly unique. But thanks for that, man. That's 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 going to go down as like that might actually sit there for a while. I, I, well, the other I'm thing to too is, is we've out. got a bottle. Johnny also brought uh, a bottle of uh, Wild Turkey 101, and the boys are we are missing one of our partners, Paul Cass. And uh, we're actually getting together this Sunday to watch some of the Chiefs game. And uh, I think we're going to open that wild turkey at that time and get a chance to see. I, th I want to say that's 25, 30 year old 101. And um, we'll see what that's like. Um, yeah. So anyway, that'll be fun too. Yeah, that'll be pretty sweet. But this is kind of our first. Uh, I don't know that we've had a Dusty on before. We've never. We've, ne so we've, we've, we've never. Okay. I have never. But anything close to 40 years old, I've drank 40-year-old Macau, okay? That's, that's, that's that, but that's exactly 40 years old from barrel date to bottle. Maybe you get a couple years in the bottle, whatever. But these Dusties are incredibly fascinating to me because there is actually a market out there of guys. Like when you look at our bars where we have all of, all of our whiskeys at sitting like that, Imagine all the bottles that we have together. There are guys out there that have that same amount of bottles, if not more, of those. Of bottles sealed from the 60s, 70s, 80s, even early, like 90 to 94, early, like original Jack Daniels bottles. You know, things like that. Well, it's cool. Like I told you before, I had the opportunity to go hey, down <laughs> to uh, Lexington. And yeah, they I'm gonna have, have to. Um, 
the House of Bourbon down there, and they just recently opened one in Louisville too, and they actually have a speakeasy there. You were telling me that. Which, if you get a couple guys, two, three guys want to go in and uh, pay 500 for the room, and then they'll just bring in a bunch of Dusties, and you guys see, can. That's nothing. 500 bucks between what four guys? Yeah. What is that? 100. What is it? 125 dollars. Yeah. I don't know. I did. I was four people. 125 dollars. Doing math yeah. right now, but yeah. <laughs> that's 125 it, bucks for. I'm sure if if that if that, if someone had a hundred of those and 50 to pour by the ounce, it'd probably be a hundred dollars a pour, if not more than that. Yeah. And 125 for how long? Is there well, a time I don't limit? know. I don't know the oh. specifics, but I was like, I'm saying it's an interesting now. concept <laughs> to think that you can go buy Dusties and then you can sit at a bar and you can drink some stuff that's very, very, very old. And obviously, it's going to be pricey, but um, yeah, I think that would be uh, definitely on our trip, maybe within the next year, to go down and try some of that too. I think that would be a blast. I think and I would love to see how they're actually finding these Dusties because I think it's ex- incredibly hard. I don't know where they find their stuff. Well, I would be. I, I would think be, you build up a connection of people that are calling you saying, hey, I found this, I found this. Well, so the one, the one way that I've heard that a lot of people hook these things up is through um, estate sales. Yeah. Where, you know, a, a family member dies or a grandmother or grandfather or whatever. They put the estate up for sale, and then these auctioneers come in, or I don't think it's an auctioneer, I think it's like a, they have a name, it's like a property assessment expert or whatever, will come in and they stack all these things out and they'll have, they'll have these, um, these, these bottles that are sitting there. And, and or somebody who knows Craft Puro would love to have some Dusties, and they know where there's some Dusties are, contact us, and With we'd love to get doubt. it on the, on the show, and you know, they can, get themselves on a little piece of history, get, get themselves on the, the Craft and Puro show and either let us try it or we can purchase it and put it on the show. However, I think that would be fantastic too. Start the networking. Well, I'm into this 15 um, Tatawahe, Miami, and it's not letting me down whatsoever. It's burning perfect. The thing about this cigar, is that it just is so different than most that I smoke. The um, draw on it is effortless, and the flavored tobacco is amazing. Yeah, and I backed off of my um, of my bourbon because I wanted to hold on to it. So I'm not really super pairing it, but I haven't done one of these in maybe three weeks, and it's just fantastic. And then Mark told you we're having the Viva La Vida. I think we're smoking size-wise a Robusto. Yeah, I think it's a, it's actually called like a Super Robusto, I believe. Yeah. Hi. Good, how are you? Um, What's going on, guys? How are you, brother? Yeah, I don't feel any torpedo. It's in a little like uh, one, one, two, three, four, five. It's like a five pack. It's got a big gesture on it. You guys will see it. We'll, we'll have pictures up there and whatever. But I'm looking forward to smoking that amongst other things. Yeah. So what we're going to do right now, guys, real quick, is I'm going to hit you with Wildwoods Ave. We're going to take a little break. We're getting the Zoom set up to bring um, artisanal Del Tobacco in. Um, we're going to lower the music just a tad, and we're going to have these guys on for about an hour, and then uh, we're going to do about 40 minutes ourselves and uh, finish talking and running through a few things. So, as long as I get this going. Yeah. All right, guys, we will be right back in just a few.
Crabbed Imperial is brought to you in part by Wildwood Pub and Grill in Wildwood, Missouri. Great place to go into to grab a drink, awesome food, a mixture of your neighborhood bar and grill, nightlife, and the baddest place to hit golf balls inside. Experience their four to five bay golf simulator, full 18 holes to a driving range. Go into Wildwood Pub, mention you heard about them on Craft Imperial Podcast, and you will receive a voucher for one free hour of virtual golf in one of the simulating bays. Drop in, grab a drink, have some awesome food, amazing people, and enjoy. All right, guys, welcome back. So as promised, the second half of this, or the little for a little bit at least, uh, we have got uh, the men behind our artisanal del tobacco um, and we are going to talk and jump into viva la vida so gentlemen please say hello again thank you for doing this with us and uh go ahead and introduce yourselves thank you guys uh thank you for having us this is billy and gus uh from viva la vida artisano del tobacco we are so happy to be here with you smoking the viva la vida with you guys as, oh yeah great as well and this is gus here as well guys uh we are live from new york with uh, our buddies there thank you for having us and we're gonna have fun with you just talking about viva la vida thank you so much let's let the party begin <laughs> <laughs> these guys are all ready to go i enjoy this um so we're sitting here in lit cigar lounge in uh, chesterfield missouri uh, this is actually where the first time we, as period, uh, smoked Viva La Vida. Um, originally, um, when I had first, when we had first reached out to you guys, we were going to have the AJ Fernandez rep sit down and do this whole thing, and then the rep left, and it, you know how that shit goes. It just dip, it disappeared and was whatever. Um, but we're smoking the Jester. Uh, this is... This is my my favorite size that you guys make it. The Jester. I think it's just a five fifty six. Yes, thank you so much. Man. I thought it was like yeah, five sixty, but then I, I looked at the wrapper five fifty six. But it's a great size. I love this size. So I'm gonna I'm gonna open with this before we get into the brand and anything like that. You know, when 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 you're a kid, you got your favorite superhero, right? Everyone does. Uh, I never had a superhero. The Joker was always my favorite character. Period. One out. Right. So when we saw these cigars, you're gonna, you gotta tell me the likeness is Harley Quinn, right? Like that's that's the design idea, right? right. Nailed it. <laughs> you hit it. You hit it right on the neck. <laughs> you know something? From um, Suicide Quinn. Squad. Yes, it's yeah, 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 yeah. I fucking told you. Yeah. Right. You're good, man. Look like her. You know what? You're 100% correct. I mean. Her, her character is so important, so powerful. She's beautiful, she's smart, uh, she's uh, outside the box, and I think this is what we love her about her. And, and her character influenced us so much that when we decided to do Viva La Vida, she was, she yeah, was the one that we wanted uh, uh, to represent in our brand. That's that's, that's perfect. Correct. I've literally been sitting here, and I've been telling people this too. So now that you proved it right, I wasn't wrong. I was like, "There's no way. There's no way that just artistically in your mind, you drew up a pale face gesture of a woman, and it did not have to do with Harley Quinn. There was no way." 
No way. <laughs> You're 100% right. You are 100% right. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so can we, let's, let's can, do you, can we talk about the blend? 100%. Can you, can you tell us who the blend is? Billy, if you lean in, I think the issue is, you're, are you on your phone? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. So is the mic to your left? Yes. Yeah. Just from right where you are right there, we pick you up great. If you lean back, you're, you're kind of back over you. here. Okay. I got you. Okay. Oh, okay. uh, cool. So basically, uh, with Viva La Vida, uh, all the sizes, we have uh, five classic sizes, which is Robusto, Toro, Torpedo, and the Robusto I'm smoking right now, which is I really love, and I love the torpedoes. Uh, and I'm doing the gesture, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, those, the classic one is the same blend. Uh, the gesture is uh, is the same, but what we did, we. Uh, the fermentation process, yeah. the way we went through that. We fermented the wrapper and the binder totally different than than the classic one. And uh, the idea behind it is we want to create uh, a size that is uh, a little bit different flavor. Uh, and what we did, we fermented the wrapper and the binder a little bit longer. So it brought it more oils. Uh, it, it, it became a little bit heavier, spicier than the classic line that we have. And the idea behind it, we don't want it to be like an extension of the line. We want it to be a, 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 uh, an addition to the line. And that's, that's what we did. Same thing with the Club 500. From the same tobacco, guys, remember this. It's the same blend, filler, binder, and wrapper. But what we did, we did play this this kind of game, it's not a game. We like did uh, the fermentation process, as my brother was saying, it took it longer. But as you see, the Robusto, the Torpedo, the uh, the 6x60, every one of them, the Robusto, will have a different flavor on your palate, even though it's the same exact blend. But the way the way AJ end up like uh, doing the the process itself, which is this is how you actually succeed and become the the, the king of the hill in this industry right now. He is, uh, uh, you know, he have he have his method and it's working very very well. And that's why the Viva La Vida line with us is is like doing phenomenal. This is what we wanted, and uh, to have AJ uh, blend the product is uh, a blessing because uh, he brings uh, uh, talent he brings experience and also uh, you know the techniques that he's using is totally different than uh, than anybody else and uh, and that's why we think uh, you know aj has always uh, a great uh, cigars in the market uh, without a doubt, and I've always I've always spoke praise about AJ. I've been an AJ fan since the original 2009 and Holy Cocktail release, so I know I know I've been I've been smoking AJ for 11 years when he put that the, the Diesel line hit CI and they had that deal and everything yes. like that, and then when the San Latano line came out and that Bull and and all that fun stuff. Um, but I was gonna ask that. I'm glad you said that because I was curious if the blend across the board was the same. But I was gonna say there's something that the Jester's is different in, in, in its palatable taste than like the the Robusto is, for example. You know. Correct. And tell, Correct. say it again what they did with the wrapper 
and uh, the binder. They, oh, they fermented them longer. They did the binder and uh, the wrapper long. They fermented that longer. Correct? Correct. Okay, 100%. Cool. Okay. Well, the, guys, the thing I like about this cigar is, is I've been smoking cigars for a long time, and then I, I met Mark, and he obviously turned me on to more cigars, but, but one of my favorite was I like the 660. Um, I, I probably started with uh, a Romeo and Juliet anniversary. I felt like they that cigar had a little bit of spice to it. And then I found Asylum, which is the 660 premium. In that whole line, that one's different, pretty much pure Nicaraguan, but it was a 660 that was very spicy. And, and I've been smoking those for probably eight years. And at that time, there was not a lot of spicy cigars out there. Um, full body that really had layered flavors in them. Um, a lot of the cigars were mild and were not all that interesting to me. But over the years, it seems like that is where the direction has gone and, and, and where people are getting excited about the different taste profiles and the spicy and the complexity about some of these cigars. Yes, definitely. You know, like you went through the process, my friend. And then I keep saying that to everyone. You know, the reason your palate changes and pick up, end up picking up like different flavors and taste and aromas, uh, the strength, the weakness, the medium, the chocolate, the coffee, the, the, the hints of like roasted almonds, you know, that's because you've been going through the process of smoking different blends from different origins. So your palate already is set. Your palate already can pick and detect. So what happened with, in your case, when you picked the jester, you were able to say, wow, this is a little bit much fuller than the Robusto, even though it's the same, it's the same exact blend as Correct. I said earlier. Correct. It's because your palate is more seasoned uh, to different uh, uh, smokes. And, and, and you were able to detect all these changes within the same line. So if you go back to uh, uh, the Club 500, for example, that we released uh, uh, five, five months ago, we wanted a wrapper that represents a Cuban-esque 80s, which has a more reddish, uh, dark red uh, wrapper. It does. And it, it does have that, that dreamy Rosado kind of color to it. Rosado. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So it took us long time to take the same wrapper of the Habana Oscuro that we use on all of them, even the Jester, right? And to create that dark red uh, Rosado color that we were looking for. So again, it is different uh, flavor than the classic line of Viva La Vida, different than uh, the Jester, and also different than the Lanceros that we do for, for uh, Luxury cigar club. I didn't even know they had like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we have to confess to something. So we are not. I'm not a. I think we are not box press smokers. So I have not smoked the 500 yet. But I am a Lancero guy. So you now you tell you tell me now like what everyone's you tell me now and it, it's, it's, I, I, well, so listen, the here's Club 500. One the, here's yeah, one of the ahead. exciting things that you guys are talking about that I like because with Craft and Puro, what the Viking and I do is with our listeners, we try to be ambassadors for bourbon and great cigars. 
and I tell them, we've been telling them since day one that every bottle of bourbon is a little different. Every cigar is a little different. You have to find your way through these things and investigate and taste and keep tasting. Just because you tried one bourbon one year doesn't mean next year won't be fantastic. If you try the Viva La Vida line, just like we're doing, there's differentiality in these different cigars, in the different sizes, and the different blends, and it is the exact same thing with bourbon. Yeah. Right. So, it, it, are, are, you guys, are, are you guys are you guys whiskey drinkers? I I quit 25 years ago. <laughs> High five, man. Good for you. Good for you. But with bourbon, just like but cigars, you can have different through that rickhouse you're going to get different flavors you're going to get it that's why barrel picks are very exciting right now because they're letting people pick specific barrels that have different flavors and i i feel like it is the same thing with cigars you've made tried one cigar one year but tried again next year because there's going to be probably new flavors and that's what we do and that's what we enjoy doing that's why this is really exciting Correct, correct. And you know something? We are, uh, our philosophy is to have Viva La Vida at brick and mortar. We support brick and mortar. We came from brick and mortar. We know how hard, like Lit Cigar and so many other cigar lounges throughout this great nation, they are suffering. They are trying their best to stay open. And that's why we keep our cigars only brick and mortar we do not sell them online see that's 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 an awesome statement i'm glad you said because there's so many companies out there and you're going to learn very quick when we do this we're not really afraid to say anything at all there are so many companies out there that create things that they say are just for brick and mortar okay and then after you see their social media or their their whatever magazine they pay to be in ad anything like that you can hop on any online retailer and find their entire platform everything sizes you didn't know existed are on there you know quote unquote limited releases are all over the place online but to have a cigar that strictly stays in a brick and mortar that's that's what i I feel like there should be things like that more often okay not everything should be on cigars international not everything should be on cigar.com you know it, it should be that way you should have to get off your ass drive down the road go make friends with somebody in a lounge or sit there in the corner by yourself and enjoy yeah. something that you can only get there that is 100 percent right and like you know this is this is the gratitude that we decide in our organization the, the, the viva la vida designer del tobacco to make sure that this is how we give back the, the people who supported us when we were in retail and when we do it now we decide when we open those accounts it has to be brick and mortar we will never change and i'm not going to mention names they told us guys you're crazy if you do this you won't be able to sell if you do it the way we do it you will be selling truckloads i said i'm not here for the truckload i know this business i know the retail part of it those are the guys who keep the doors open those are the the guys who keep, who make your line so well known in every state, in every house, in every place, those are the guys that I'm gonna support. Not how many truckload I'm gonna sell. Yeah. And that's, it is hard, but you know what? I believe in this philosophy. I am with you, you with me, and this is how I look at it. 
you my brother and that's all i need it's a relationship it is yeah, and I, when yeah, you keep it that way, that's the best Yeah, way. we always feel like um, we like trying new things. We like trying different cigars, different sizes. And I always tell Mark, I feel like we're ambassadors um, through Craft Impura, whether it be bourbon or cigars, it was mostly, uh, mostly what we do. But, um, and then as well as giving some education uh, for what we know to help people through. But we've always talked about getting to the brick and mortars because that's when you're gonna meet different guys and you're gonna have a fellowship, a community with those guys and you're gonna learn more and understand more and then eventually pick products that you're looking forward to coming out. And then you've got a community of guys that love doing this and girls. Yes, correct, right? correct. I to put that in there. because It's so I mean, important. If you wanna be honest, well, there's one, two, three, there's five women in here smoking right now. Right. This is another thing that we believe in. This is another thing we believe in. The sister believe there's so many organizations like it has to do with girls, ladies, and women, and we we support them 100. percent How many clubs we open like in, in in the state of New York? Correct. It's so important. Sister of the Leaf brings a totally different uh, flavor and 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 uh, image. Uh, to the cigar industry that is so essential and it's so important uh, that we support them, that we uh, uh, believe in them, that this industry is for all of us. And all of us, meaning men, women, together we are stronger. And, and if it is just, you know, one party, it's not, it's not fun, it's not uh, uh, stronger, it's going to be weaker. And that's why we believe that uh, uh, Brother of the Leaf and Sister of the Leaf as one. We do not differentiate that by any of them. And we always, always talk about how important just to see where the, cigar, the cigars came from and who made them. 70%, 80% are ladies rolling them, mixing them. Uh, and, and, and making them available for all of us to enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. We also like want to say we love yeah. the uh, packaging. Uh, I remember yeah. when we uh, first smoked the first one and, and uh, I ended up getting the box and I just thought it was a beautiful presentation. Um, we're smoking uh, the five pack Gesture. of the gestures and I think the packaging is progressive. Well, that's, that's what I said in, in the beginning. Yeah. I, I told everyone that was yeah. Harley Quinn. Right. And I said, I, I, there's no fucking way that wasn't Harley uh, Quinn. <laughs> and Mark, you are 100% right. It is. That's perfect. It is. Um, yeah. So let's talk about uh, your your company. So you said that you guys started in retail. Okay. Yeah, I'm, so I'm going to assume that you, you had a brick and mortar, a storefront, something like that. Um, now, you do produce and create other cigars. What's the again? The question. Sorry. Uh, we, do, do you guys produce other product, or is this your is this your first line that you've actually moved out with? When when we were like at the in, in our retail business in New York, we had like few blends that was made for the the the, the, the house. Yeah. For us. And yeah. and and that oh. and that blend, which is called like New York Cigar Inn, it was it was a big hit. We were selling it in other shops as well. So it was for the house, but also we sold it outside the, the cigar inn. We called it the uh, Five Boroughs. It had uh, New York, Bronx, Brooklyn, uh, oh, Queens, nice. New York. 
and each each bottle had a size, different shape. Uh, oh, okay. Torpedo, six by six. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It was great, man. <laughs> so we did that, and that was a big success. Now with this here, we do have the we 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 came out with the Viva La Vida. There's other things we're working on. It's not there yet, but we hope that it will come soon. to the market soon. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right, got it. Yeah. Do you guys are you still you still have the five boroughs out there? The company who bought us, they took the line also. So we used to own, yeah, we used to own uh, the cigar in. So Casa de Monte Cristo came. They bought the two locations with the name the New York Cigar in. They bought the blend, the cigars. And uh, the stores. He took everything, the rights and everything. So oh, then wow. now, so solely Viva La Vida is your baby now. This is what you're doing. I Correct. Got it. Got well, it. You're doing right. <laughs> you're doing right. You're not mad at yourself. <laughs> Thank you. That. Thank you, man. You know, we do things right because like people like you guys support us and this together, as, as I always say, together with the industry with every shop one shop at a time this is how we thrive and this is how we we grow it's the journey exactly we don't believe that we are the one who's doing this we have the idea but your support is definitely needed and we feel it and we know that without you guys it won't go anywhere so for that reason we thank you so much oh well thank you for making it and I, i'll say a funny thing is like when we first smoked it um, we, I, I, I thought it was, I think I, I, I may or may not have said it. I'm probably saying it now, who knows? But I was like, this is completely different from what AJ puts out, you know? And it wasn't until I, we, when we first had the cigar on the podcast, um, Billy, who, which, uh, Billy, uh, who runs your Instagram? Uh, Billy. B- okay. Yeah, but, so Billy. you had messaged our Instagram and you were like, we're the purveyor of the cigar and this and that. And I was, bl- I remember telling him, I was like, hey, it's not, I was like, it's not, it's an AJ cigar, but it's not AJ cigar. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's your company that released it and every, everything of that, and that matter. I mean, that's the beauty about AJ. Uh, he makes his uh, line, he makes uh, cigars for other companies. It come to show you how diverse he is. Uh, how talented by creating uh, blends for so many other companies and each one tastes whatever that company requires whatever that company uh, admires and whatever that company is looking for there is certain uh, guys who blend uh, extremely spicy cigars or mild cigars or medium they're known for that Uh, AJ is multi uh, uh, talented when it comes to uh, flavor, when it comes to shapes and sizes and and, uh, strength, which is great. So uh, our next project will be also with AJ and hopefully soon it will be uh, coming to the market. Yeah, that's that's exactly. Beautiful, beautiful. That's awesome. do you have any questions? No, I want to keep it going. I just, I want to, I don't want to ask this. You know, you said, you said like you like the Lancero line as well, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm a huge, I'm a huge Lancero smoker. I just, I like properly made Lanceros and I hate to say that because some companies don't make a Lancero, but um, I think some companies make a Lancero and they try to do like a Cuban style cap on it. And what ends up happening is you, you, I, I, uh, 
I don't, it's not done intentionally, and it's probably like if you have a box of ten Lanceros, two of them are going to suck, right? You know, the ca- you know the cap will be too small and it's too close to the the binder itself, and you clip down too far. So I started teaching people how to moisten it and peel the cap off to see if it'll work. Um, but I'm a huge Lancero fan. Like Lan- Lanceros are, now I don't smoke them every day, you know, but they're they're kind of the the fun special size that I, I really enjoy. Uh, I've had the, I've gotten the cowboy. He smoked a few of them. He's found some he really likes. Um, we're good friends with Luciano, uh, Luciano Moreas. Um, and he, yes. when he, when he dropped his Dreamer and Traveler, you know, now I don't think you really call the well the Dreamer is a true Lancero, right? The Traveler is more of like a Casanova. What is that? Like a, a 654. Uh, well, the Traveler was still on a longer size. I think uh, maybe I, I could be well, maybe a Corona site. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know, but, but we we don't uh, see a lot of those uh, in the brick and mortar. No, yeah, they're hard to come by. But yes, huge Lancero fan. Um, the thing about Lancero is like when you were talking about how how over time when you smoke and your palate changes and this and that. I think the I think the one size in a cigar that really allows you to taste wrapper tobacco is a Lancero. Because that's that's the median of the cigar, so it literally that's really fun. If you have a Lancero, a Lancero of a cigar, and then you have a Robusto Toro, Gordo, whatever whatever size you want to have, and you smoke them back to back, they're 360 opposites. You know, you you where if you have a lot of spice and a in a bolder vitola, and then you go down to a Lancero, and suddenly it's more floral and robust, but not as spicy. That's because I that 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 wrapper is starting to build through the cigar. That's your main taste profile, and that's what I, yeah, I love correct. about Lancero. So that's that's the what's so unique about them. Yeah, the most important uh, part of the cigar is, as you know, guys, is the wrapper. And uh, the wrapper is about 70 to 80% of the flavor of the whole cigar. So when you smoke a Lancero, you're smoking uh, a wrapper based on the ratio of the diameter of, of the filler and the wrapper. So you're smoking like the best thing of any blend, uh, uh, which is the wrapper. And that's the beauty about the Lancero. And uh, just to show you how we do business, uh, Luxury Cigar Club came to us and they said, we would love to have a Lancero made for us. And it was, trust me, it was a shake hand. We did it for them. And a lot of cigar shops, they came, they want Lanceros. We said, we do it for luxury. We will not go back on our word. Uh, It was a shake hand and we keep it for the Luxury Cigar Club until they tell us. Yeah, go ahead. So I was going to say, and that's a, um, uh, like a subscription service, right? Yes, but uh, uh, people uh, could go and buy it from them, boxes. And also now Luxury, they are opening uh, uh, stores. So they sell, they sell the, uh, the Luxury Cigar Club, uh, uh, Viva La Vida Lancero to uh, cigar clubs, cigar lounges. We'll have to get some of those and maybe work something out through our uh, our, um, Patreon page with some of those. Yeah, we're going to have to. I'm going to go to them real quick. I got them right here. Sorry, we're with you guys. I'm going going to their... uh, website their, their website real quick oh sure the first thing that pops up on the damn page 
Did not. We didn't. I didn't know that. Well, we didn't until they told us. Right. Sneaky bastard. And let me tell you, man, if you love the the Jester, you're gonna love the Lancero, man. Are you? It serious? has that oily wrapper. Oh, it's delicious, man. It's like eating a, an ice cream, a chocolate bar. It's very intense. It, it's it's yeah. so delicious and smooth. Wow. Yeah, we're gonna go. Yeah, the guys uh, there are so so good as well. Uh, you know, you could you could call them, talk and talk them, and Ben and Chris are very very good guys to deal with. Great, great guys. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah. where do you guys? So you're operating out of New York, right? Yeah. Miami, Miami oh, and New York. Oh, Miami and New York. Okay. Are you guys yeah. traveling back and forth? Yeah. When when this COVID uh, started, we are staying put. In New, York, uh, in, New York. in New York, dude, get we out do. of New York. Go, go to Miami. I heard it's crazy up there. Get the hell out. <laughs> I know, man. I know. <laughs> well, you know with the traveling and stuff. But yeah. you're right. You're yeah. right. Well, we were, we were in the, we were in Key West uh, three two weeks, weeks two ago. Weeks ago. About two and a half weeks ago. Florida's chilling. Oh, man. nice. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, we love that. It's our favorite. It's our favorite place. I love being down there. Um, so oh, you've got stuff that. coming up, and, and, and I, like I said, I, I try to avoid those generic interview questions because if you've done one before, anyone can read and ask them. Um, so what is, and I, I want to add, when you, when you guys design Viva La Vida, right, and how you talk about the extra fermentation on the 500, uh, the Jester, the Lancero, the different things that you did, um, what are your guys' palates? Like, what, what do you enjoy? Like, for example, we... Typically, we I, we smoke very very full, very strong cigars. It's, it's just what, you know, Like when I, I had my first cigar when I was nine years old, I told the story a million times. I snatched one out of my uncle's humidor and he was sleeping. It was a original India tobacco triple hero red label. If you remember those, uh, that company that Rocky bought and turned into Rocky. Mattel. Rocky. Yeah. Uh, Correct. And that's 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 where I. So I, I I'm not going to say that uh, you know I got sick the whole nine. You know, whatever you kid, you don't know what you're doing. Um, but when we met, like like the Cowboys, a six sixty guy, you were smoking a lot of. Well, I smoked I uh, I smoked a lot of the Asylum. Um, um, Pardon had one that I really liked. Um, yeah. There was there was probably only four or five that were really what I would consider full or uh, full bodied multi-layered spicy cigars and then all of a sudden one day a story uh, i went to my friend's house he had a sample pack and i had a luchador uh, yes. from a sure. lucia family uh yes L L lucia it was uh it was a very dark wrapper yeah and um uh that luchador uh blew me away and it was exactly wow. what you said it was that wrapper that blew me away. It was probably the first time I got like a nicotine buzz because that <laughs> wrapper was so crazy. And then the tobacco was fabulous. I'm quite confident it was Nicaraguan full through. And I love that. And I bought every box I could buy until I guess they sold that off. And uh, yeah. to CAO maybe uh, uh, no, CLE. I, I, CLE bought it, I believe. And I um, and then uh, that was over. Yeah. So, like what yeah, that said, yeah. what what was what is your guys, um, your your palate build? Like what what if if it's not Viva La Vida? Like so, when you guys made the five burrows, I'm gonna assume that some the initial one probably was based on your palate, right? Or did you kind of you know offer? Let me let me say this. Uh, our palate, your palate, is very important. But like 
since we came from retail, we learned a great deal of, of like learning about the population who smokes. In our stores, they came to us, we start learning from them. You know, when we decide, me and brother, like what kind of blend, what kind of strength we need, we brought those, the history of the shops that we were like in dealing with those customers. And, and we sat and we dissect how many percentage-wise people smoke medium versus light versus strong. And we based it on that. We know our palates, we know what we like, but we have to know what the population really like and how your product will move in the industry. And we based it on that. This is this is exactly how we came up at the beginning. So so basically what, what we did, we didn't want to do a cigar for me or for him. We want to do a cigar for everybody, that everybody will enjoy. And uh, so in saying that, what, what I did like, you find? What did you find the demographic of what you tried to build a cigar yes. around? So basically the core line, which is Robusto, Toro, Torpedo, uh, and uh, six by sixty, they all medium to full. Yes. Uh, yeah. This is what we wanted to achieve, and the jester came more on the fuller side. Yeah, that's Absolutely. why I was I was going to dive into that next, and I wanted. Um, uh, we're going to bounce questions here. So this cigar, we have talked about this before. I'm not going to pretend this is the first time we've smoked this jester. We've probably smoked most of these five packs here. We'll be honest. Um, <laughs> Thank but, you, man. Uh, the thing that really strikes me about the Jester, uh, we can get into taste and everything like that, but strength-wise, okay, it does lean more towards full. That's unique. And the body on it follows in a, as far as the smoke goes, the, 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 the taste, the, the build, the mouthfeel, gradually grows from a medium into a, a thicker medium and resonates with like this backward spice. Which is Correct. which is really really good. Is is that I mean, or my that's exactly that, right. how it is. You hit it on the head. You nailed it. This is exactly what it is. And the idea behind it is to reach to a different clientele to uh, show also to the consumer and also to show how talented AJ is from the same tobacco, from the same yeah. exact tobacco. You are producing a heavier cigar. You, we did not add any filler, wrapper, or binder. Totally different than the classic. We just fermented it. Totally different. That's AJ. Just uh, time. magic. Time's the only difference. Exactly. That's the only twist. That's exactly the only twist. So we go back how we came up with that decision. So 60 to 70 percent is medium to full. And then you have almost 10 to 15, maybe 20% heavy, heavy, which is the jester. And there is the, the population that's left uh, 10, 15%, which mild. is like light and mild. You know, we don't have light and mild yet, but maybe in the near future that would happen. And this is how we based the, 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 the decision uh, on, on the blend, the medium to full, the full and, and the light. On the Viva La Vida, yeah. Okay, um, I wanna ask on, on the Viva La Vida, that uh, Diamide, is that double perfecto? Say, say it again. Uh, the double perfecto, uh, the, 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 the- Oh, the, the limited edition, yes. Yes, uh, mm -hmm. how, how do I pronounce that word? Di Diamides, Diamides? Diademus Venus. Diadema Fina. Yes. 
I mean, Got it. Got it. Uh, so is there anything cigar. on that? Is there fermentation? Anything different on that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So uh, the wrapper is fermented totally different than the classic line. The shape, it is uh, AJ's grandfather used to roll exactly the same one in Cuba. And he had the mold and we did it there. Uh, we release them every three months. So it's a quarterly uh, and it's a small batch of um, 300 boxes. They come into the States and they're gone like within a week or two. Three and uh, three hundred boxes every quarter comes in every ninety days. Yeah, very limited. So here's a question: So when you decided to do this project with AJ and the Viva La Vida, how long from start of conception until today with Viva La Vida? How long has that been? How many years? We asked AJ, we met AJ in 2011. We fell in love with his cigars. We sold, we became one of the biggest seller of AJ product throughout the years. But in 2012, we came to him and we said, we want a cigar. We want to make a cigar with you. And it's called Viva La Vida. And we want this A, B and C. And he went back and he goes, the tobacco is not ready. Give me time. In 2015, we sold the stores. So we called him and he said, the tobacco is still not ready. In 2018, he said, the tobacco is ready. Let's go ahead and do it. So we went down to Nicaragua. We we started blending uh, and the wrapper was delicious, oily, and, and then and then we came up with it uh, that year uh, afterwards. in Nicaragua six days, exactly six days. And this is this is how long it took us to come with the blend. And I call it the, the, the creation of, of, <laughs> of the blend took like seven days. For Viva La Vida, it took us six days in Nicaragua and this is it. So uh, he did a great job. We had such a great time when we went down there for the first time to do the blend. And we learned a great deal of, of like uh, uh, educational, uh, it was an educational like lesson for us. We knew a lot of things, but when you there guys, in, in any factory like Honduras, Nicaragua, Dominican Republic, it's totally different. You you see you see exactly the sweat, the love, the passion of each and every person who's working there. And then we learn that you know what? It's not only a cigar. There is there is a sweat and blood in it. You know you know you look at that cigar. It's on the shelf and it's ten dollars, fifteen dollars. You pay and you go. But you don't know exactly what goes in it. Right now I'm smoking this. And I look and I see the eyes and the hands of each and every girl, uh, lady, a woman who's working there, guy who's working there. And that's, to me, this is very, very, very important. That's fantastic. That's yeah, fantastic. That's 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 something that um, a, a lot of a lot of people don't don't touch on and don't give credit to. And we've we've heard that probably verbatim what you just said from uh, friends like Lu- Lu- Luciano, John, you know, from guys that we know that go that do this with their companies. It's hundred percent important. It's it's it, people need to understand that, and it's that's unique. Yeah. So it took you six days 
right? <laughs> I, I liked your, your metaphor there. It took God seven days to make them sick. <laughs> um, but to, to be honest, in 2012, you reached out. So it's eight years of work or seven or six years of work, six years and six days to come up and, and get this thing ready to go, age it, and then go on from there. How long do these sit before they're boxed? How, how long do they actually age before they're boxed? Yes, so once once they are rolled, uh, remember the filler, binder, and the wrapper, yes. they're all oh. aged already. Yeah, I get they're, so they're how long aged. do they sit before boxing? Once, once they roll them, it takes about 30 to 45 days that they need to sit in the humidor so the so so the moisture and and also the 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 blend uh, filler the binder and the wrapper uh, goes cohesive with each other and then they box it and then they ship it so it takes about 30 to 45 days okay um and then like you said the tobaccos are already aged right yeah um, what is what are the ages on these tobaccos so the wrapper is the oldest uh, of all of them. Uh, the, the wrapper is uh, from 2012. Now we're up to 2016 uh, wrapper that we're using. Uh, the filler and the binder, they are 2016 uh, that we have on, on the Viva La Vida cigars. So they're, they're matured. They got some time in them for sure. Oh yeah. For sure. They, yeah. So, and, oh, and then I wanted to ask too because um, obviously um, we're talking about the cigar now. The labeling process was this something you guys had the labeling and your idea for um, what you wanted Viva the Viva label to look like and packaging was all that done prior to that as well? And is that done through you? So the, the label, the labeling or the branding of it, it was registered. Uh, it was drawn by a, an artist in New York. Uh, she was 22 years old and it was drawn in 2011. But it looks a little bit totally different than uh, not maybe like 60% similar to what we have. And in 2014, we registered it and uh, then we send this hand-drawn uh, picture to a uh, another, artist. Uh, another artist who does it like on, on computers and stuff like this. And then then it was built up to what you have. Yeah. Good. And it's Harley yeah. Quinn. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I'm going to put the copyright in. I'm never letting that down. <laughs> I had that right from the get-go. Never letting that go. Own that shit. Own that. Um, cool, guys. I mean, thank you so much for doing this. Um, your product thank you is, for having is, us guys it's amazing there's nothing else to say about it. i don't i mean no <laughs> this is one of the first times we've zoomed and we're our zooming on craft and pure as well too or yeah this is this yeah is this rough. is all within our podcast yeah, yeah, yeah everything is yeah, yeah this I'm, is the first time we've done this we really enjoyed having you guys i'm assuming you know this is the viking and i am the bourbon cowboy by now and then we have a host of friends that join our podcast um, but man we really appreciate this and we want to continue our relationship with you guys and we're excited about trying your Lanceros and um, we just need to continue this relationship it's fantastic I do want to guys. Um, I do want to introduce you, for, you to for, like, having us. Sorry. Go, ahead, go ahead I'm sorry no, no, go ahead, ask us. We will finish ourselves. Go ahead. I was going to say, I want, um, do you want to get something to drink? 
Well, I'll get Brian oh, over here for okay. you. Yeah, get Brian. He's gonna go and get Brian, the owner. So I, I want to introduce you guys to him. So face to the product and stuff like that. Um, Thank yeah, you. But I want, I thank wanna, you so much. Oh, of, co of course, man. God, no, don't thank us. Thank you for allowing us to talk to you. You're the you're the big dogs. We're just the guys running our mouths on a computer. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Mark. Thank you. Thank you. Of course, man. Thank you guys for doing this. So, being being up there uh, in New York right now, how is how's the the, the cigar side looking? Well, as you know, the the city they hit the cigar stores with a massive, massive. Uh, taxes, uh, they, they, they are paying now 75% taxes on their tobacco. So they are hurting a lot. Yeah, and then, and, you know, uh, we, we did kind of lose a uh, staple this year. You know, Nat Sherman buttoned up. Altria let him go. You know, kind of completely ditched that, and the townhouse is gone. Um, so... But, uh, guys, uh, this is Billy and Gus. Billy and Gus, how are you? This is Brian Snyder, the owner of Lit. Hey, Brian, how are you? Brian, thank you for having us, guys. I'm Brian, thank you. Thank you for having Viva La Vida in your humidor. We are honored. Thank you so much to have our product on your shelf. We are truly blessed to have them in your shop. Well, we're we're equally as excited. You're in my you're in my personal humidor at home, also. So that's uh, thank we, you so much. We love the product. We These really guys do. make a Lancero. What? Yeah. See. Yeah. See. What? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's a bad <laughs> yeah. thing for luxury. It's product. good product. It's good product. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're we might need some of that to slide out the back door. You know. Wow. You know. Wow. You know the old fall off the truck trick. You're from New York. You know what I'm talking about. Come out straight. We'll fly out there and get them. <laughs> well, um, Brian, I have to say this thing. I know I know the business that you win 100%. The retail part, as we said earlier, uh, we came from retail. So we appreciate you. We thank you for every minute that you put there. We know how hard it is. You know, between every state with the laws, the taxes, and everything that goes around that business and how they want to fight us, then we have now COVID. And I know, you know, it's like sweat and blood. I wish, I wish that they understand us as an industry that we here to make everyone happy, to make everyone take like some good time and sit and relax. Again, from New York, I thank you guys for having our product in your shop on your shelves it takes space that is a that's a that's a a prime prime retail shop that you have that you carry our product we thank you for that and that's and that's why we keep it only for brick and mortar and we do not sell it online yeah and as you know that we're very very appreciative of that you know i mean the like i said the product's incredible by itself but to have a have a, a manufacturer and a cigar maker support us like that on that side is you know, second to none. I don't know what Mark's told you about our place, but I'm getting ready to uh, expand. I'm about to double the size of our current uh, congratulations, congratulations, our current spot. Great. So we're uh, so we're excited. We'll we'll look forward to expanding that relationship, and love to have you here sometime for an event. And uh, we're gonna Definitely. we're we're in a good spot. We we're next door to a Top Golf. So we have uh, we we got a lot of good stuff going on here. And Brian, as I, as as you know, once this COVID finished, 
We promise you we're coming down to make a huge party in your place. And hopefully Cowboy and Viking will be there. So we'll smoke together Lanceros and, and Jesters and our new brand that we are working on with AJ. Hopefully. As well, I'm so happy and excited for the news that you just like shared with us. This is very important. Good luck with, with the expansion and everything. Thank you very much. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you guys again. So thanks for doing this, hanging out with us and getting on here. Uh, thanks for you know supporting us and everything as much as you know. We support, look, we support you. We put good product out. Like I said, we just run our mouths and have a good time doing it. So um, thank you so much, Brian. I'm glad you guys got to meet. Absolutely. Um, the Cowboys going to come in, and uh, if there's anything else you guys want to say, throw it out there, man. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. From New York, we thank you. We thank you so much for the support. And we wish you nothing but the best. We respect the fact that you guys had us on your show. For us, this is the utmost. Yes. And from me, I want to wish you all happy holidays. Stay safe and well. And hopefully we meet you extremely soon. And uh, we smoke together, guys. We look forward to that. For sure. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thank we'll you, you guys. Thank, thank you, you guys. so much. Bye, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye. Uh, all right, guys. So that was our Tales and Del Tobacco. Uh, Billy and Gus. That was uh, that was awesome. We're going to take a little break, um, and then we'll pop back in here. Um, Brian? And I'm excited. He's excited. We're, they're going to be here. They're going to be here. And, of course, if, if the Cowboy and the Viking will be Billy. Jesus. Really? All right, guys, take a little break, and then we're going to pop back in. We just got a little pour. The camera and, adds uh, 10 pounds, just so you know. Yeah, look say. how big my head is. Wow. I know. All right. All right, guys, we'll catch you back in just a few. All right, man, we're back. How fucking cool is that? Amazing. And one I mean, thing that's I our first time ever doing a Zoom, right? On yeah, that, that was really cool to be able to sit and talk and i gotta laugh you know like billy and gus thanking us like hang on man like guys we're nobody we're no and they listen they listen to our podcast they they share anything we put on instagram they share and it, awesome guys and when you guys when you hear this podcast and by the time you get to what we're saying right now you're gonna know it too those guys are fucking amazing and i hope when we run this back you guys can hear them now they were in their car um doing this off their phone on the dash um, it seemed like when they leaned forward, you could hear them better. So hopefully um, you guys got the gist of that conversation with them. It was a lot of good information and some good stuff for us. We didn't know they had Lanceros. Um, nobody here knew it either. So that's that'll be exciting to try those down the road when we can get a chance to do that. Exactly. But I thought it was fantastic. That was our first time ever doing that. Yeah, that was, that was really cool. I, first I, time I, ever having a Dusty. First time ever doing a Zoom. <laughs> Right. Then now, first, yeah. Talk, talk about this. We pulled up um, here at Lit. They had. We've had uh, old Colonel, old Colonel Taylor on. Um, I, I, I'm confident we've had the small batch on. We've I done think we had it at the Russians' house once. Yeah. And then we've had that a couple of times. But they have the single barrel here tonight. So we did a pour of it, and I don't have the bottle that's on the bar back. I'm not sure what the. Uh, proof is on uh, it but we're going to try some of this wow wow that's really good and of course we're still uh finishing up our gestures which 
man, I'm I'm really happy with this cigar. Hundred proof. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is a. very um citrusy sweet is the best way to put it it's um very good i like it and th what i like about about this is that 100 proof kind of heat from the whiskey it hits like mid palate and then once you drink it down it's gone yeah again like we've talked many times you can have we could try 10 different 100 proofs and they're all going to be a little different um and i i think that comes with some of the master uh when it gets to the blender um i don't know how he does it it'd be interesting you know and like we've said as well too this COVID has limited us to where we can go and what we can do this year but we are hoping after we can get through this spring we can get out and um and start meeting with some different people and, and get out on the road again and start uh, getting some of these questions answered not that we can't google it and find this shit out but I kind of uh, love just being and learning on the road and being with the people who can give you straight answers and we don't have to Google it and find it because as we know, you get all kinds of different shit off the internet. So Well, and it's always cool to get it from the source too, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like the guys themselves talking about AJ's extra fermentation to make the, the, the Jester and the Club 500, uh, the Lancero, um, the Double Perfecto, the... the uh, he, Nothing near. That's a. I feel, I feel like uh, Hodge. I feel like you trying to say tatuai on that one. Yeah. yeah I mean, the <laughs> but what I loved about those two um, from Viva La Vida is they 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 really took the time to create a great product with AJ, and they cared about the people, not necessarily what they really thought was great, but what they thought the people really wanted. And right now, it's medium to full body, and and people are liking. Um, cigars that are layered with flavors and spices and that and the funny thing about it for me is the whole time i'm listening to their story and of course they have a story and they're very passionate about it and it is the exact same thing why i fell in love with bourbon the cigar industry and the bourbon industry are, are, are mimic each other so much uh, because there's only so many families that um you can get great tobacco um the whole the whole you know everything from the the, the um, binder to the fillers to the tobacco to the wrappers to the cap all of it um, and it's the same thing with bourbon you start with some of the main families and then you know like mpg when you're going to start out maybe sourcing some of your product um but even then it, at the end of the day it, it's all about a, a good product out there that everybody likes and they're very passionate about it. And that's what I fell in love about bourbon is the backstory. I, and, I, and one of the greatest backstories we ever had on the, was the nearest, Uncle Nearest. Yeah. I mean, and that's their whole thing. And, and don't you agree? I mean, they mimic, both industries mimic each other very well. Oh, they're, they're one and the same, man. And that's something we found out. Like, uh, I think it's kind of something you always knew, like, in the back of your mind. But until you sit down, you actually start talking about them together you very quickly realize how close the two things are to each other. And I definitely realize me and you need to go to Nicaragua. And uh, we need yeah, to get well, that's, in there. Well, that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, we just, again, the whole... It's going to take some time. We're going to have to be patient. We're ready to go any day of the week. But it's going to take some time for us to get there and get through all this. But guess what? You're going to do it all with us in Craft and Puro. And that's what's going to be fun. 
again, I, I can't say enough for you guys hanging in there with us and taking this journey. Hopefully it's as fun for you as it is for us. And um, we've been on this long already. And I think we're, we're about done tonight. Yeah, I think we're, we're going to wrap this up. Um, I don't want to take too much away from Billy and Gus and the artisanal side. And, and, and everything that they gave us and uh, um, you know, just everything like that. I'm really excited to see what their next project is coming from AJ. And don't you worry, guys, those Lanceros will be on the podcast sooner than later. Yes. Um, we're going to wrap this up, get our Patreon video done. Um, and then, uh, you know, for, I don't think we have to say anything about Lit, man. We're sitting here. We're hanging out. Brian was on the podcast earlier. You'll hear from him. Uh, we told you about the new cigar expansion they got going on. Brian dropped some news. Uh, their expansion is happening very soon. Are uh, they talking about this place expanding where they're currently at or when they do the new place? Uh, I, th- I think the, the business is expanding. I don't, oh. I don't know if it means here or if it means whichever. There's a bunch of stuff involved in that that he should probably talk about. I'm not, okay. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, of course, always grateful to be here at Lit. Being able to do this during these COVID times. Um, yeah, so uh, this is the Viking. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out. Yeah, and I'm the Bourbon enjoyed. Cowboy. And listen, you guys have a good... We're going to be back on next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. You will have an episode to hear on Christmas, and then we will try and get one before the new year. We'll definitely get one. Yeah. It's just going to depend on when it drops and how. And we got some fun stuff in 2021, man. We're working on some things. You're going to see us at new lounges. Um, and 2021 will be the year that Craft & Puro moves around definitely kentucky tennessee indiana kansas um chicago uh yeah there's things that we're, we're going to be moving around next year i'm not going to let this COVID thing slow us down anymore within reason yeah so anyway man guys be safe happy holidays hopefully you guys are finding some fun uh and, and enjoying your holidays as much as you can and um as always man from the bourbon cowboy giddy up and we'll see you next time cheers guys